This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. This is Reception Perception, the show. Now, James Cole and Matt Harmon. I do think we as a tandem need to issue a mea culpa to Joe Burrow. My dude Joe Burrow came out and slung it, man. 317 passing, three touchdowns, one interception, 108 rating, a 78% completion rate. Uh, for Joe Burrow and, and all this talk of is he hurting the team? By the way, we're not the only people to bring that up for God's sake. Sure, you know? but I mean, but come on. Uh, so all this talk of um, is he hurting the team? Blah 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 blah. It just wasn't the case, man. He, he looked absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, look, you, you, it looks bad in hindsight to say that about Joe Burrow when he goes out for three hundred yards, you know, and three touchdowns, uh, and all that stuff. I've seen people giving uh, other fantasy analysts like crap about you, know, you told me to sit Joe Burrow in uh, yeah. in, in week five. Like, OK, you, you I think this was the type of performance where you you needed kind of a prove it game from Burrow before you started throwing him back in there in fantasy. Like, yeah. Give give everybody a break. OK, about For the sure. Burrow stuff <laughs> uh, that that is not interesting to me. I And I'm with you again. We kind of have to say, like, you know, this was a, a really encouraging sign. But am I am I wrong to say that I think we're still like not out of the woods yet with the Bengals, you know, under seven yards per attempt for Joe Burrow in this game. Right. Uh, right. I think there are still outstanding questions here. Um, I know you have a stat about about uh, about Jamar Chase in particular, right, from from this yeah. game. A lot of it is just <laughs> I still think there are outstanding questions about executing the entire field of the offense, but when you constrict the offense to let's just get the ball in number one's hand by any means possible, you know, Jamar chase has 192 yards, 61% of the team passing yards. <laughs> like you're going right. to do pretty well against the Cardinals and no disrespect to the Cardinals right. who I've said uh, have been really good, uh, way better than expectations so far this year for sure. But still they're not like the Bengals aren't hoping to beat the Cardinals in, uh, the beginning of October. They're hoping to do a lot more than that. And not just that, in particular, their outside corner play is is really bad, right? Yeah. And, and we know that. And we knew that going in, right? So I, I had even written, uh, I, I put it out on Twitter that this was a little bit of a mini, uh, kind of a sneaky smash spot for Jamar Chase, uh, despite the fact that quarterback play has not been up to snuff uh, the last few weeks, right? So, um, yeah, you talk about this offense here. 
I'm a little bit encouraged because I thought after week four, Matt, we talked about this too, that they had game, they, they, they had a game script, right? Um, they scripted out their first, I don't know, let's say their first, you know, three drives. And I thought it actually looked pretty functional, pretty good, right? Like they were moving the ball up and down, but then they didn't have a counter punch in this particular game. I don't think they needed a counter punch. That's why they didn't necessarily get exposed to your point right? That there's still some question marks as to the full field of the offense. Um, but I will give credit where credit is due in that they know they have a compromised quarterback in Joe Burrow. And so what does the coaching staff do? Do they still stick to the, is it like Mike McCarthy where they just cannot change? They cannot, but no, oh, God, they completely yeah. changed the way they operate their offense. And I thought that's pretty encouraging, right? So everything, you're right, everything was short and underneath. There was a lot of, you know, just let's just basically treat Jamar Chase like a running back, right? Where we're going to just get the ball in his hands any means necessary. And yeah, it's like, you know, it's almost like a handoff when we're talking about Joe Burrow throwing two yards uh, to, to Chase here. Um, but again, I, I, I do think though, that you've got to give credit to the coaching staff for saying, well, this is what we need to do to generate yards and we're going to do it. Yeah. Still. Um, I think the thing I have the biggest question about is just pass protection in the long term, And can they push the ball down the field vertically? Um, right. 11 quarterback pressures in this one, um, for, for Joe Burrow, according to fantasy points data, 2.3 second time to throw. Um, you know, two is the only one in the NFL apparently who can throw at 2.3 or, or faster and, and still shoot it downfield, right? For everybody else, you bring that time to throw down, you're probably yeah. bringing the average depth of target down, just the overall vertical potency of the offense. I think that's still the thing that's lacking with this Bengals team, but um, I am definitely willing to give them credit. And, and this is what happens when you have a superstar player like Jamar Chase, right. and uh, you can do, like he said it that he's always effing open, you know, like before, before this game, right after, <laughs> right. after last week's yeah, game. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah. Well, he was correct, yeah. right? You, you yes, can just correct. funnel the whole offense through him in, in this type of situation. You know, Trenton Irwin is the number two target on the team. Right. Um, Trenton I am Irwin, bro. That's crazy. I am really curious. And I, I, I'm just about T Higgins's role on this team when he's healthy just because, you know, he is a pure vertical receiver. He's not yeah. a yak guy. He's, you know, he can separate and get open, but not at the level of chase. You know, he's not going to be like a design target guy. Um, that is still the thing that are they going to be able to unlock T Higgins when, when he's fully healthy? That's, I think the biggest question outstanding for the past game. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, uh, listen, I think when he comes back, he he will be the guy that prevents defenses from just, you know, covering everything short. Because, again, if you go single coverage uh, topside with T. Higgins, I think Joe Burrow still has enough juice in the arm and in the legs in particular to get it in over the top on single coverage, right? So you got to respect that, which I, I love about that. But you mentioned that stat in regards to how this offense is operating, in particular how they got the ball to Jamar Chase. 13 of his 15 targets were less than nine yards from the line of scrimmage. 
right? So we're talking about air yards now, right? So 15 receptions were less than 15 yards out. All 15 receptions, I should say, were less than 15 yards out. So everything was a little bit truncated and shortened underneath. So again, I just want to reiterate that. 86.6% of Jamar Chase's targets were nine or less air yards. As a matter of fact, over the last two weeks, 21 of 28 targets were less than 10 air yards. We're talking 75% of his targets have been less than 10 air yards. Why does that matter? It's a huge shift in his usage because mm -hmm. last year, 42.5% of his targets were 10 or more air yards, uh, where only 57.5% of his targets were zero to nine air yards. So we've gone from 57.5% up to 75% of less than 10 air yards per target. So there is a clear shift right now in how they are utilizing Jamar Chase. And again, I always hearken back to what our friend Marcus Grant says, just throw it to your good players, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what they're doing. Uh, and it worked out well for them in week five. Really curious in week six, they get the Seahawks. Uh, Seattle, I think are pl playing pretty well defensively. De Devon Weatherspoon looks like a, a just a stud. Um, they yeah. played him a lot in the slot because they kind of mm -hmm. want him close to the ball. They want him being like a bit of a game wrecker, similar to what the Rams used to do with Jalen Ramsey, right? Where they would stick him in that slot position, not because he couldn't just man up and track a number one receiver across the field. Of course he could do that, but having him near the ball allows him chances to make plays. Uh, and as that nickel corner, it's going to allow you to do that. We've obviously already seen that against the Giants, especially. He was making plays all over the all over the field on Monday Night Football a couple weeks ago. Uh, right. Was Weatherspoon? So interested to see how like kind of that secondary matchup works out. We obviously know they also have um, Tariq Woolen, who's a you know yep. big physical corner on the outside. You know, if they don't have T Higgins back for this one in Week Six. Do, do we see like what does the coverage look like for for Chase? Do they dedicate extra resources to him? And again, the, the, is a guy like Trent Nurwin able to step up? Tyler Boyd, like I, I think we're kind of, I think Tyler Boyd's a little bit is more he done? name than game. Like I don't know if he's done, but he's I think he's a little <laughs> more like, name than game. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. I, I never thought he was like a, a like he's a fine number three receiver. Okay, like once we're starting to get him in a yeah, everybody people do this every single year in fantasy. If T Higgins or Jamar Chase misses a game, they're like got. Fire up Tyler Boyd, must start, must start. And then he ends up with like four catches for 50 yards or something. <laughs> I think there's just right. more, again, name than game there. Um, so I want to see if these other players can step up. I still think the run game is pretty uninspiring. Joe Mixon yeah. is just like a – he's fine at this point, I guess. So <laughs> that matchup's interesting. Then they get the buy in week seven, and then they return in week eight to the San Francisco 49ers in San oh Francisco. So oh boy. like it's still, I think we are still in prove it ground with the Bengals, even though this was a really encouraging result on Sunday. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, listen, they could, they could easily lose this Seattle game. They could obviously lose that San Francisco game. And, and where are we at? Right. We're, we're back to where we were going into week five, which is like, Oh my God, are the, are the Bengals done? I mean, this is a Bengals team that, I mean, truth be told, on the short list for a championship, right? Um, that's how high we were thinking about the, the the Cincinnati Bengals, but obviously injuries to Joe Burrow have kind of sort of derailed uh, those thoughts. So they need to start winning games, and Joe Burrow needs to get healthy, man. So we shall see. Uh, but again, I, I did think it was an encouraging sign, to your point, 
um, that the coaching staff is not just super stuck in their ways and saying, all right, well, we're just going to run verticals and just let's just go and run verticals over and over and over again and then just see what happens. Obviously, that wasn't working the first three weeks of the season and they changed it up, which is good to see. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 